Hey, do you need a photographer for your next big event? Well, look no further. I found the perfect one. Sonny's Weight Images is here to meet all of your photographic needs. Sonny is a published freelance photographer who does photography his way, built on creativity, diversity, and fun. Sonny's Weight Images aims to inspire, engage, and uplift all through the might of his camera and the power of his flash. He immortalizes moments. Your image is his focus. So don't delay. Contact Sonny's Way Images today for an amazing photo experience. For more information and bookings, go to Sonny'sWayImages.com. That's Sonny'sWayImages.com. S-O-N-N-I-E-S WayImages.com for more information. Follow him on Instagram at Sonny's Way Images. When it comes to photography, there's only one way to go, and that's Sonny's Way. It's a blessing to me that we should meet. I'd like to thank each in a seat and everybody on their feet. Some won't think that you can do it. Yeah, that's the nature of the beast. But hey, here we are on live stream Podbean. We're hitting it off like 80s melodies from Aretha and Tina T. We're talking R-E-S-P-E-C-T. That allows one to listen and for the other to speak. When we seek, we can find the poet that's inside. However, you should remember a poem doesn't have to rhyme. It can be a full page or just a few chat lines. You can be grown or a child. You or I may have the words the divine uses to save lives. But however you spend your time right now, we are live. Welcome to the Pod Poets Lounge Spoken Word and Poetry Trivia Game Show. I am your host, Naquel. Thank you for tuning in. Today is June 19th, Saturday. It's going to be a great night. You know you are in the place where we have fun celebrating our poets. Tonight, we have some poet trivia for you. We've got some word power sound coming from the amazing she's here with us miss busybody yes we're gonna get to know her a little bit and hear some of her work um i hope everybody uh is feeling good out there tonight it's a little bit cloudy right now here um on li um but it was a nice day earlier today um hot as you know it i'm sure it might be hot where you are uh, it's definitely hot over here and um, a little rain just a moment ago to cool the place down a little bit. So it's a nice evening. We'll take it as it comes. Been a long day, long day, but we're here. We're here. We're making it work. Uh, we want to thank all of y'all who tune in for supporting this podcast. We appreciate it. Awesome night planned. So I'm very honored that uh, Miss Busybody is here with us this evening. I'm gonna share her info here in the chat so those who pull up can follow on Instagram. And also, if you missed uh, our last show, here is a uh, quick clip from that episode uh, where we had joining us Kerry Kinlaw, aka the Mass Poet, along with international recording artist No Ghost. It was a great episode, really cool vibe with your brothers. Here's a quick clip if you missed it. 
So maybe, maybe I should go back home and uh -huh. talk to the ancestors. Okay. So that's the okay. whole song. That's the whole song. Okay. On May 1st, 2011, regularly scheduled programming was interrupted for an announcement that shocked the world. Osama bin Laden is dead. He was located hiding out in Pakistan. 23 members of SEAL Team 6 saw, raised Osama's bet, got the ones other failed to get, set his body in sail to meet his God, his promise of virgins. All my life, I've had to fight. Deal with whatever, with whatever hands you have, right? Your mm -hmm. hand, everybody got... Everybody got cards. Everybody got aces, and everybody got mm -hmm. twos, right? Mm -hmm. But and those twos, they you know those those are you know they they might suck, but at the same time, if you go through them and learn from them and, and try to you know glean what you can from them, it'll it'll, it'll make you a better person. Yeah, yeah, that was the vibe, and there's a lot more um, content if you tune in and check out the interview. Um, it was a real uh, engaging um, conversation uh, with those gentlemen. Really, really felt uh, brotherly love all through the place. Um, the, the talent was just incredible um, from both of those gentlemen. So, yeah, go ahead and uh, check that out um, when you can. Anywhere you listen to uh, podcasts, uh, you can catch us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, uh, and the rest. Now, if you did join us last episode, uh, thank you. Glad to have you back with us uh, this evening. And if it's your first time listening, peace and um, big up yourself. Thank you for pulling up. Hope you um, stick around. Um, wherever you are listening to the show from, once again, thank you very much for that. Uh, you are locked into the Pod Poets Lounge. And our mission here is really quite simple, usually. It is um, to bring these poets together tonight. Uh, it's one poet. Um, but it's usually definitely the network, build, uh, come together and create a space where poets can kick their feet up, um, relax and just chill. So with that said, I do want you to help me. Um, welcome to the Pod Poets Lounge. To do just that, kick her feet up, let her head down, all the good stuff um, after a long day and all of that. So please, please uh, give a warm welcome to... The one and only Miss Busy Box. What is up, sis? How are you? I am fine. I am fine. Just getting through this Good. day and awaiting your trivia. <laughs> Thank you for patiently waiting. Um, I'm excited about the trivia. I've been working on some new things. Um, so uh, I'll be testing it with you. I'll be testing a few things out with you. And um, sounds like you are up for that. Um, but it's good to hear that you're fine. Um, there's just so much going on, right? That could really derail that. Um, but, but it's I a wanna... great day. It's Juneteenth. It's Juneteenth. Huh? June <laughs> yes, yes. Great day. Indeed. Um, Juneteenth, national holiday now. Um, for me, that's a conversation all in and of itself because... There's something that needs to be unpacked for me uh, when it comes to 
giving out um, holidays uh, to black people in this country. Um, it's just that there's more to it for me. It's, it's a celebratory day. Um, and I feel like we're starting off kind of, I'm going right into the heavy, heavy stuff here. Um, but it's, it's a lot for me. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not one of the individuals that's just going out there and, and celebrating um, Juneteenth because they're saying it's a national holiday. The story behind it, for me, needs to be put into context. And that context is celebrating out of pain, celebrating um, when someone else gives you something um, versus something that you've acquired differently. Um, and this idea of handouts, um, crumbs. Uh, we're going to talk about the crumbs because you, you see, I feel like I'm getting right into it. But this is okay because you use the word love crumbs. That's, that's something we're going to talk Recently, about. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, for me, it, I know it's Juneteenth. Um, I, I understand the reason um, for celebration, um, I, I, I understand the history. Um, I just think like I have a unique <laughs> view on the whole thing, maybe a little bit differently than some. But it is Saturday. It is. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. But here, I'm. I'm here. I, I woke up this morning. <laughs> um, I'm blessed with the opportunity to to meet great people um, like yourself, and um, excited, really excited to get to know you. Um, and it's funny because we actually know some of the same people, um, but right. you and I have never officially kind of connected. Um, so I'm glad it's happening today. So uh, I guess we'll start off with um, you are uh, you wear a multitude of hats. You wear uh, the CEO hat. Um, you're the CEO of Triple D Production. Um, yeah. You're a published author. Um, your book, Poems of a Broken Heart. Right. <laughs> My favorite. <laughs> that is um, so, you definitely look tough. <laughs> um, amazing spoken word artist. Um, you are in the community uh, with your social work uh, service. Um, and I think I saw that you also have some skills, um, professional bartending, uh, bartender. Um, I don't know if you're a professional dancer, but I know you love dancing. Is that right? I love Kizomba. <laughs> I love Kizomba. How did you get? How did you find that Kizomba? How did you get into? Oh, oh wow! How did I get into Kizomba? Um, I heard the music first from a friend, okay. and um, they had their own little community of that, and so from there. I started to take lessons and the classes okay. are cool and we get to meet people. Mm -hmm. It became my new poetry. <laughs> okay, okay. New outlet. Yes. So is I don't I'm not familiar with it. Um what do you think? What was it about it? Could it have been another type of dance or was it something about this dance, the spirit of it, the energy? The spirit of it, the energy. Zumbling party, it's an Angolan dance. Which okay. Is so, it's different. It's not, you know, you, you can do bachata, you can do salsa, you can do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I found it very interesting. Um, 
to learn that that was one of your um, one of your passions. Poets got a lot of passions, and when we're not writing, uh, when we're not thinking about the the next line or how to tell this next story, we're living our lives and we're doing our things. So, um, again, I just want to really thank you for um, taking the time out uh, to chill with me, um, so we could have a little fun today. Um, I want to talk a little bit about you as a poet and how that kind of started. Did you find poetry or did poetry find you? How did that happen for you? Uh, I'm the with elementary school. Okay. Not knowing that it was poetry probably. And in junior high, I kept just writing to the death of the English teacher. Okay. And he gave me this uh, diary book thingy. And mm-hmm. she said, I want you to write it all down in there and jot it mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. Write all your poetry. And I was like, Poetry? I'm just writing because I'm bored or I'm writing a song or I'm, you know, mm-hmm. it, this is just something that comes to my head. And she mm-hmm. said, No, you're going to take advantage of that. And then that specific teacher, never forget her, Miss Bretcha, um, mm-hmm. she would constantly give me different things to write about. Oh, okay. There you go. And Stretching so that more than just what I was thinking, it became yeah. oh, now I have to tailor this around mm-hmm. um, that. So made me look at you know life a little different. Mm-hmm. Then I just read. You know, she got me up on reading many, many different books and things like that. Okay. okay. I don't know, but that's how I came into it. Okay. Gotcha. That's awesome. That we can have those types of people around us, um, especially at those tender ages uh, where the impact can be most impactful. And um, we just kind of run with it and it, it, it just nourishes our lives and continues to do so. Uh, that's a great, great story. Um, it didn't quite, it, it happened similarly for me, actually, when I was going to Nassau Community College and um, I had gotten into just uh, writing a little, a very little, a little amount. And I wrote a poem and I shared it at college and a teacher um, heard it. And she's the one that kind of saw something um, that I didn't see or know that I had within me. And she kind of directed me over to um, um, the museum in Hempstead. And that's kind of where things uh, took off for me. Um, but yeah, life just, you just with the experiences we have, and I know you've had a lot of them, poetry just kind of like continues to give back and gives us stories to tell. Um, as a spoken word artist, what is what was the the transition for you uh, going from poetry uh, or, and a poet to spoken word artist? Ha! Huh. <clears throat> Later on, I realized um, I don't know. I like the performance art part. I mean, when okay. I think artist, poet, I, I think stage uh, reading. Um, mm-hmm. off mm-hmm. with the energy to just look at the crowd and perform that. You want them to feel what you're talking about, what you're talking right. about. So I don't know. Later on, I I, I blame it honestly on uh, Jive Poetic. <laughs> yeah, he's very animated. I right? blame um, him because every time I. <laughs> Um, compete, he would say, mm-hmm. you know, you're great. You know that, right? And I'm like, ah, ah. Mm. But he goes, 
I want you to give it to me, though. I want you uh. to make me feel what you're talking about. Yeah, you're yeah. great. You can, you can write great. You can perform. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me feel it. How can I feel it? And every week, like, I just literally went in there until mm-hmm. I was up there in the numbers and okay. going on Saturday. And I was like, yep, okay, I got it. I get what he means. And here we are. That's so dope. That's so dope. Uh, I'm familiar with Jai Poetic. Um, I met him at, um, I think I think the first place I saw him was New Yorican. And mm-hmm. uh, he's such a dynamic um, poet, uh, spoken word artist, electrifying. Um, so what did you end up tweaking or what was the most significant tweak or adjustment that you made to sort of um, get to where you wanted to be? Um, well, I'm not quite where I want to be. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. uh, that's such an artist thing. Like we're never, we want more. Um, well, when I, what did I tweak? I that think got I you to the caliber at that time. To, to performing and touring and things like, oh, well, I think, um, really, the fact that I loved my poetry and hearing them say, give it, 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 mm-hmm. it just opened a door that said, oh, I can be free, free with this. Yeah, they, they, yeah, this yeah. is just me freely writing my thoughts. But now I can I can tell you it in that emotion, well. in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I think I just really tweaked how I okay. said w- the words versus. Okay. You know, I got you. I think that's really, really insightful. There's a, a, a key that turns and it has to do with the way you perceive yourself, your voice, uh, your message, and and your, and that you can be in a space and, and, and fill it up uh, with all of you. Um, Such a different person. It's so like an old person. When the you old get into world. that? Yeah. You, okay. Was that a big part of it for you that kept you in spoken word, kept you going back to the art form? Okay. Yep. I am at my greatest, um, most Mm -hmm. darkest, most happiest, most everything, Mm -hmm. every emotion Mm -hmm. at that one place at Mm -hmm. the mic. Wow. That's such a powerful statement. And I think it might be more relatable than you think because i had a guest on the show a brother from new jersey very very um powerful movements like this brother is an activist he's an organizer um and he's a spoken word artist publisher uh as well as um just uh an educator uh he teaches middle school students so he's doing a whole lot and it's funny because when i asked him a similar question he he kind of he he said he is at his higher self when he's writing poetry, performing, when he's tapping into that artistic aspect of himself, he feels like he's he's tapping into his higher self. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. So obviously I know I would never want to let that go. Um poetry gives me something I well, I would never want to give, I would never ever want to let something like that go liberation and, and kind of like freedom um is so important to self to the soul you know the need to express so that's yeah really but sometimes so. people can get that silenced mm-hmm. 
and lose um, that, especially if they're living in a cage in their own mind. Right. And I think that um, I think a lot of artists live in a cage in their minds, and the only time they really unlock it is on that microphone or through the pen on the pad, um, typing. For me, um, leaving poetry was the death of me inside. Mm-hmm. You know, in poetry. Um, big part was my mental health. Um, when did that happen for you? When did you leave poetry? I left a couple of years back. I tiptoe in every now and again. Okay. Um, a few but years you left back. more more serious. So you're doing it more seriously. Yeah. How how yeah. serious and how hard are you going? Um, one tour. I think. Okay. What people don't know, especially if you don't know how to manage having depression or anxiety. Um, to perform for hundreds and hundreds of people is a little more difficult mm-hmm. because that anxiety just overwhelms you. And the bigger the crowds, the more excitement because I got all these people clapping for me, which is the most amazing feeling in the world. But how do I outdo that now? And go through whatever this this thing is that... because. Um, a lot of people don't know, like they may see me on stage and say, oh, she's, you were effing great. Yo, you tore that up. Yeah. And me, I think it was complete trash. It's like, it's like a drug addict. That first high, they're chasing that first high. You're chasing that. But they never quite get that. But for that moment, boom, every time you hit a stage, every time I hit a stage, boom, I'm just happy for that moment. And it sucks because... I got in my own head. I had my own stuff going on. And Mm -hmm. then they put me on like meds and the meds stopped me from writing completely. Imagine that. Yeah, I know people complain about writer's block when they can't find inspiration, but. You think um, it's a joke. Yeah, that's a different thing altogether. Um, Something that's a little that you can't control, you know what I'm saying? You're doing something to heal your body, but it's having effects um, and you can't like tap into the, one of the most healing aspects of who you are. Um, ima- could you imagine being told like, oh, you're, this is failing, you're, that is failing. Oh, and by the way, because everything is failing and now you're, your mind is like losing it, you're suicidal and oh, oh, by the way, the meds I'm gonna give you is gonna stop all that. You're actually gonna be happy, but oh, you cannot never do. Mm-hmm. What you love the most, the dream you chased from childhood. You, you'll never be on the big stages. You'll never get where you thought you were going to go. Yeah, that sucks. But people never understood that. They thought I just disappeared. They thought it was BS if I said I had anxiety or I got nervous before I got on stage. People don't believe that I am nervous as hell before <laughs> I hit the stage. They, it's like, they think your favorite artist, your favorite spoken word artist, poet, act, but whoever, they think that they don't get those butterflies still. Right. right. But um, yeah, fighting my own demons and fighting for poetry i think i just lost the battle mm-hmm. and um yeah i i don't 
I'm still managing that. Okay. Uh, however, yeah, it's one or the other. Off my meds, you'll get the greatest poems. You'll get the 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 great pieces of me. But then I'm down and I'm crying when you're not looking. You know? Mm. So extremes. Yeah, it's two different extremes. There is no medium. We've been trying to find one forever. So I have to make choices. So this way I tiptoe in and Mm -hmm. I tiptoe out. Do I think it's going to help me? Yes, I want to slam. I want to do all that those things we set out to do when you hit New Rican stage, but right. I, I'm not, and I didn't lose the love for it. That's important. That's important. Cause I think some people can use that as their scapegoat. You know what I mean? To say, yeah, I just not feeling it anymore. Um, and that's not why. Um, but in this case, it's other, other challenges, other things that you had to overcome. Yeah. And just coming clean with it. People don't know. They judge you. They're like, oh, she's up today. She's down tomorrow. Never knowing um, the, the real uh, issue. And I, I keep it to myself. So it is what it is. You're learning it here on Pod Poets. Yes. And very appreciative. <laughs> yeah. Of the, you know, how candid you're being about it. Um, this is the place really to do that. It's a home for poets to relax be themselves um if we even if tonight i don't i don't plan it but even if we just talked and heard each other and listened to each other and see each other um that's why the space was created as well you know but the whole idea of having fun is that all of the pressures and weight that comes with getting on a stage and having people look at you, critique you, and judge you, I wanted to strip that away and allow you to tap into the real reason, the original reason why you wanted to share your art to begin with, and that's just because of how good it makes you feel, um, and kind of remove the spotlight and just have a relaxed environment, you know, talk, chill, talk about whatever, and then if you want to share something, then you can share it, and then you can share whatever you want. There's no cap on genre category length and and so on um so yeah like i really really uh, appreciate having you on the show to have these kinds of conversations i think it's so so important for the community to know how we can affect each other when we're not there for each other um like what would you say to if you could like talk to somebody who is on the other side. So if if there was somebody going through what you went through and they had fellow poets around them that could not see it, could not understand it, um, could not help um, and actually may have made the problem worse by adding more pressure, what would you say to those people to let them understand what the person's going through and what they could be doing differently. Wow. Does that, does that question make sense? Yeah, I would tell okay. them to hear the person because you get little cries out, you know? People cry mm. out some ways. Okay, so you got to um, pay attention to those cues. You have to really be paying attention. Okay. Um, especially in the artists. We, mm-hmm. we learn early, even wanting to be an artist, how to act. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That comes naturally. Um, but it's little cries, things that really stand out, whether it's mm-hmm. social media, whether it's if you see the person out anymore. But, mm-hmm. you know, but don't just... Yeah. On the poetry scene, it was more like you're getting money. People love you. Get over it. Ah, okay. You get what I'm saying? Nobody thought to say, nah, are you good though? What's really going on? Like that, that part. Just pay attention. You know, when they say check on your strong friends, I think that you really check on your strong friends. Like, Mm, you forget yeah. you, everybody's laying their burdens on that person. Right. And so that becomes um, too much. And, and, and for somebody like suffering for whatever reason, it, it could be whatever reason. Um, mm-hmm. But for somebody suffering, going out to enjoy themselves, they just want to do that sometimes. But, yeah, you know, performing is just... There's there's great times and there's there's downsides mm-hmm. because after you've when you get to a certain place, especially shows back to back to back to back, you mm-hmm. start to question mm-hmm. yeah. whether you're doing it for the love or whether you're doing it because you love it still. Okay. So add that to yeah what's happening. And to write under that kind of pressure is is rough too. So, mm, I, I can imagine. Know. Yeah, the pressure to outdo your last or yeah, that that yeah. gets rough. But check on your friends. I would tell them to just make sure everybody on the team is good. You mm-hmm. know, um, mm-hmm. know the signs. And care, actually have some sympathy or wow. empathy yes. care because people don't even look into it. They won't even Google what it is. And we come from a black community where someone with mental health was a touch child. Mm-hmm. Oh, ain't that they just stupid. You know, mm-hmm. this is the kind of thing we grew up with. Well, some people, I know I did. Like, they didn't take mental health seriously back then. And... So you grow up without the proper treatments and now you're stuck with that. So here we are now as adults or young adults and going through that, at least for my generation, at least I know my son's generation knows about mental health. You know, it's it's so big. But for for mine and the 70s, the 80s and 90s, like they, man, nobody knows to struggle from young and then yeah. turn an adult and try to get the treatment, but you're so far gone by then, you know? Mm-hmm. It's so, difficult to then yeah. try to fix it so many years later. Um, I'm an 80s baby, and um, I did not hear much about mental health. The only conversations pertaining to pertaining to that would, would be like Alzheimer's, um, like actual you know, diseases um, right. that, would, uh, that people would be afflicted by, but it wasn't until like 2000, what was it, 19, 2018, maybe? Yeah, probably 2018, I think it was, when I was at work um, because I do IT and um, I'm help desk. That means people uh, were constantly running up to me and for support and for help. And um, it's a very stressful job. But oddly enough, I didn't even quite understand how stressful it was until I, I stopped doing that type of work and realized 
how I felt afterwards, like how my mind felt and all of that good stuff. But one day I was at work and somebody who took some time off had uh, come back to work and I was talking to her. Uh, and she said she used the word mental health day, the expression mental health day. And that was the first time I had heard that. Like literally just a couple years ago was the first time I heard mental health day. And I was like, right. hmm, self-explanatory day for yourself. Um, you take a break from work. And but it was like something, I guess, specific that you would you might do on that day for your mental health or just take a break from work for your mental health uh, because right. the work is um whatever it is, however, you know, demanding it, it is. But for me, my mental health journey, yo, it's, it's been an interesting one and I'm, I'm still on it. Um, I slip and fall. Uh, in fact, I've been noticing too, for me today, I have these, these moments where um, I was getting kind of stuck in like certain thought patterns, um, like either something from yesterday um, or something, a look from somebody at Whole Foods, um, you know what I mean? Like spaces where I would, I might feel a little paranoid um, because it's it might be a lot of white people. Imagine <laughs> um, having to explain your triggers to to people. <laughs> they don't get it. These are all your triggers, and now you they don't get it. They're looking at you like, what are you talking about? And then I'm talking about before 2018, 2019, where it became a big thing. Hardly a conversation at that time, right? Yeah. But I think we've made big strides in terms of the openness about mental health. And, and that's been a plus, uh, I think, because um, people do need it. Um, people do need um, conversations about it, ways to treat it, ways to handle and manage it, and ways to um, deal with the triggers. Um, and society, I think, is listening. You know, I think so. So... Yes, it's an important and big, big um, conversation to have. And I think we're going to try to touch on it a little bit more if we have the time tonight. So much time is already passing um, just from talking. Can you believe we've already been talking for like 40 minutes, over 40 minutes? Oh, and no trivia yet. Uh -huh. yeah, time, is, time is flying here. I'm busy. Um, all right. So I had so much more to, to ask you uh, before we got into the the, the first poem uh, that you're going to share with us, but um, we'll save that for another time. Um, do you have something that you can share with us now? Ah. <laughs> hmm. I should have been prepared for that. No. Um, <laughs> what kind? Eh? Anything. What kind? What yeah. kind? Um, yeah. So you are an absolute seasoned pro. Um Normally, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, you would have an intro piece that is spit before anybody even hears your name. Do you have one of those? <laughs> right? Like, isn't that the era we're talking, you're coming from? I do have okay. an intro piece. <laughs> <laughs> you remember it? Has it been a minute? I remember my old uh, intro piece. <laughs> uh. I do. It was my favorite intro piece of all time. Uh, I think Talk I developed it, it on, uh, on tour. Uh, okay. Uh, you got to tell us who you used to tour with, because I might know I might know some of them. You definitely know Sweet Spot. That was fun. Oh, time. the Sweet Spot. Okay. Wow, yeah. you got to tour with the Sweet Spot. Man, listen, that's one of the dopest 
poetry, spoken word campaigns on the move. Big up to Angie Burroughs in the sweet spot. Um, awesome. Awesome. I, I checked it out. I never performed there, um, but really, it's a really, really cool. exciting tour. Trust me. Stressful, yeah. but oh, exciting. Yeah, it's, it's something. It's definitely exciting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my intro was uh, none of you know me or know what I'm about. But tonight, I plan to put something in your mouth. Ladies, I'm going to give you something to tell your spouse. And spouses, I'm going to give you something to hold your nutsacks about. You're going to ask about. You're going to ask about. B, they said what I'm doing tonight. I plan to foreplay with you. At some point in this piece, we are going to screw. By the end of the night, I'll be <laughs> screwing you. So if you don't like what I do, hit the back of the room. Because Miss Busy don't spit for no type of prude that don't appreciate the type of poetry that I like to do. I need you to sit back, relax, and get in the mood. And after you nut, don't call me. I'll call you. And everybody will go, I'll call you. <laughs> Is that the end piece? That's it? That's the end of the poem, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was just the intro. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like yeah. it. Yeah, I'll call you. Nice little funny and that Maybe you want more? Okay. Yeah, it led into their favorites and um, especially with the erotics. And it was, yeah. it was a great show, man. I miss those days. Word is born. I really enjoyed it when I went. Um, it made me want to go home and write um, and just think of the the most creative and imaginative things I could say about sex um, and things of that nature. Um, really dope, dope writers. Um, and they really capture you. I forget the name of the brother um, that did his thing when I went to it. It was in NYC um, when I went to it. Mm -hmm. Great show between the burlesque and, and all the other stuff. Very oh, it had such an awesome team. I know the team is different now, but you had everybody and it was just super dope Ainsley did really well with that mm -hmm. they they did really well with that it was it was darn it the a b team the b team okay yeah it, it we had such a good time so yeah shout out to them um they're still word, going word. and that is awesome source Indeed, indeed. Many establishments in the poetry community um, appear and disappear after some time. Really is cool to see the longevity uh, of some of them and definitely um, a lot of work put in uh, by Ainsley. Phenomenal spoken word artist, poet. Yeah, uh, Sabrina. They all um, work super hard yeah. and we're really dedicated. Walt, um, all the poets that was on the team all got mm -hmm. the opportunity to branch out and do their thing. And that's mm -hmm. very important. Yeah. Um, Deacon, wow. Um, Dread. Ah, how did I forget his name? Um, he's doing his thing uh, down south. Everybody, Salah, she's doing her thing in Jersey. Deacon has his, everybody just and living off the, the, what, what people said was going to be, um, N not worth it. 
you know, mm, back okay. in the days, Kathy was just like, you never get paid for that. You never right, really, right. You know, it wasn't true. It not only doing what you love every day means that you're not working. So they get to mm-hmm. do what they love. Definitely. Every day. A reality. Yeah. yeah. Super dope. Facts. You get that. Um, you get that <clears throat> And let me ask you, because there are listeners who have these types of ambitions and dreams and would be thinking to themselves, well, yeah, how do I make that um, that transition? What would what would you say to them was the biggest change that you made um, to start getting paid for what you do? Huh. Make sure you're not around the wrong people. Um, ah, OK. Start poetry. Everybody's in it for a dollar. Well, I just didn't have a good experience with people uh, using me for the money. Like they'll get paid, um, they'll get paid one hundred and fifty dollars to have me there and give mm-hmm. me twenty five. Mm. You get what I'm saying? So people were. It's not like your creative, your art can't make you money. It's right. about who you're around, um, trying to get the money with. Mm. If you don't know any better, those they will get you. They'll know that you're a good artist and they'll take you places and things like that, but they're, they're making money off of you. Mm-hmm. And that part isn't uh, too cool. So know that competing is important. Um, and, and don't consider yourself as competing against your fellow artists. You're competing against you. Mm-hmm. I think that's another thing. People didn't have a lot of love um on the thing because they're judging everybody and who no listen we're here we're spitting what what's in our head what we love to do mm-hmm. and people like it or love it or hate it or however that goes but don't ever think that you can't get paid properly for your talent the people throwing the show are getting money and yes um your talent is 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 your your money you know People yeah, will pay so somebody yes. random. Why won't they pay you? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I'm not yes. saying yes. wait. Let me let me stop. Wait first. Let me back. <laughs> After you put some work in, first of all, <laughs> put some work in. I'm not saying your first show. You about to be like, give me two fifty. I I need you to not do right. that, but. After you right. put the work, you put the work in. We were going from show to show every week, supporting everybody's stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, building up that level and competing and that's how you get it someone sees you Mm -hmm. and next thing you know you're doing this this event that event but also i'm not just a busybody for poetry i Mm -hmm. you're not just a busybody for poetry I'm I'm, excel. I'm always working two, three, four jobs, you know, mm-hmm. hustling. You got to hustle out here to get where you want to be. You got to fight for your position as well. And don't take no for an answer. I, I just got super lucky to be introduced to somebody that took my talent seriously yeah. and said, no, you're going to get paid for this. And they made mm-hmm. sure of that. That's so important. I'm very like, I'm glad that you're, you're sharing this story. Um, the people you have around you definitely, definitely can make or break um, your success. And uh, I similarly had people around me that saw the value um, because I started out doing poetry for, you know, just myself, it was a hobby, you know, 
um, never thinking in terms of um, doing something like that professionally. Um, but yeah, when you have uh, certain people that see you, um, what you can do and want you to get paid for it, um, those are good people to have around you. Yeah. Absolutely. Some people want to be vultures and then you have ones that's like, let's really get this money together. And you have to figure out who's who. It's, it's a who's who. And, and it's, I say poetry business, this spoken word business, because yeah, it is your art, but it's it's different when you're on the scene. Mm-hmm. It's so different on the scene, but you got to love it. It's like one big dysfunctional family, <laughs> functional, dysfunctional family. And, you know, you like it, you love it, but your favorite artists could, I still got favorite artists and then they get on the stage and I'm just in awe. Right, in oh, awe, you know, it's no hate, none of that. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yes, you're dope, I'm dope, we're dope. Hang out with those type of people. You want to get somewhere in this poetry mm-hmm. business, you stand next to people that are like minded getting the job done. Period. Well said, yes, yes, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, you are checking out the Pod Poets Lounge. You can catch our latest episodes at home or on the go from your favorite listening app. One of the dopest poets uh, that I know is here with me this evening. She is chilling. That's Miss Busybody. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And we're just vibing right now. Um, she will be uh, getting her uh, writing published in the Ink magazine. That's the digital online uh, publication. Uh, you can follow them on Instagram at the Ink Magazine, and in the section of that magazine is spilled ink. That's where the work for all the winners of the Pod Poets Lounge Trivia Show uh, get their work featured. Uh, this is a dope, dope publication um, operated by a really talented spoken word artist uh, and businessman, God's Ink. Shout out to him. You can check out his podcast, The Words I Never Said, every Wednesday. And again, follow them at The Ink Magazine. And while you're there, follow us at the underscore pod poets underscore lounge. And you can visit our website at the pod poets lounge dot C-A-R-R-D dot C-O. And go ahead and subscribe on YouTube as well. Uh, the link is here. You can support us by helping us grow that platform. And the vibe continues. It's time to get into some trivia. Uh, we're going to shift gears a bit after that great, great conversation. Learning a lot, a lot about how similar actually I think our views are um, on what is going on uh, in the poetry community and just similar experiences. Um, so the game is quite simple. We've got some categories this evening uh, that we're going to select from. Uh, poets of Instagram, word puzzles, um, pop culture, and word whiz. So each uh, point, uh, each question is worth one point. And yeah, that's it. We're, I, think, I think it's pretty straightforward here. We're going to get right into it because time is of the essence. But we'll start with a quick test question. Here. So this would be the type of a test question you may have. How many people cried 
when Brazil got knocked out of FIFA, the FIFA World Cup? Would it be A, a countless, B, the entire team cried, or C, a Brazilian? What do you think? Uh, countless. Countless is a good answer, because I don't think you could really count these. But the answer here is Brazilian. Ah. It's a combination of Brazilian and Brazilian, I guess? Or billion? I'm done. <laughs> so this is a test question. No points. But we're about to get um we're about to get serious. This is your first uh official question. I'm gonna jump right into it. It's not in any of the categories. This is just something that I came up with. Um knowing who you know. And here's the question: which one of these poets was not featured on the flyer that was posted back in 2015? on your IG page about the film, Love Should Have Brought You Home Last Night. Which of these poets <laughs> was not featured on the flyer? Was it author and spoken word artist, M.A. Dennis? Was it B, actor, spoken word artist, D, black? Or was it C, activist and entrepreneur, Kevin Livingston? Was not posted? Was not on that flyer. M.A. Dennis. Yes, that is correct. And he ends up featuring for me later on. Shout out to oh, M.A. Dennis. <laughs> Big ups to many attitudes of Dennis. Oh, man, got so much love for that, brother. Okay, so we're officially ready now. These are, um, these are your categories now. Uh, let me share them back here, and I'll have you choose. Mm-mm-mm. All right, so the first one is Word Wiz. Um, I'm going to do Poet, Word Puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, and Pop Culture. Here we go. Okay, so you can select from any one of those categories. Uh, for us to get started. Let's see, IG Poet. Okay. Ah, here's your first question. So this category be quotes taken from Instagram, uh, from poets that are in the poetry community um, on Instagram. It could be a, a post, it could be a quote, a line from a poem, could be just anything along those lines, but it's acquired from Instagram. So here's the first question. At Jungle Flower Energy, at Jungle Flower Energy on Instagram, uh, uses this particular tool along with her poetry, her photographs, and storytelling to educate her listeners on gender-based violence. What is the other thing that she uses? Is it A, humor? Is it B, acting and role-playing? Is it C, improv, or is it D, music? What does she use? Sheesh. We don't even follow each other. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, dude. oh, no. I'm going to go with improv. Improv? Okay. Good guess. 
This one is actually humor. So she combines poetry, photographs, storytelling, and humor to get her message across about gender-based violence. All right. So, so far, okay. You are on the board. You got one point. Um, what's the next category? Hmm. I don't even know. Word whiz. Word whiz. Okay. So these could be uh, terminologies, just definitions, um, different types of literary devices. I still think. So here is your question. Which term was added to the Oxford English Dictionary in 2021? Was it A, allyship, B, benzocide, or C, covitate? Are you, are you playing with me today? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. This one, I had, had to really, had look, to really up. look up. Oh, yeah? Because uh, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you eliminate one of the choices. I think this is a hard question. Listen, um... <laughs> oh. I could eliminate one. You said. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to eliminate one for you. I'm going to yeah. do it for you. Here we go. Um, it's not C. Well, I know you wasn't talking to Covitate. <laughs> uh, or Benzocide. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with B. I think it's A, though. But You think it's A? Say? I think it's A. A is correct. <laughs> if you want to go back to B. <laughs> <laughs> A is correct. Yes, the word allyship was added to the dictionary 2021. 20, allyship. Let me ask you something. Um, just real quick. What was using new words that you learned uh, in your writing and in your poetry, something that you, you really liked, that that motivated you and, and got you got your pen moving was that one of the things i've written some interesting pieces based on uh looking up words uh, okay okay, doing, okay. Yeah, yeah i wrote some i think if i did it much more i didn't i'd be even dope even you just find out things and be like, oh, that's what that meant? Okay, now how can I finesse this? Yeah, you know? let's go. <laughs> Indeed. So it's a good feeling when you, I know for me, when I, I find a word or a combination of words that just flow um, the way that mm -hmm. we do, especially when it's a new word. Um, okay. What is going to be our next category? I have no idea messing with you. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna try IG poet again. I, I got, I got, I have to. I have to. There's no way. All right, you got it. Here we go. So this brother, 
actually was at the show uh, recently. So on May 3rd, 2021, the poet, the mask poet, appeared on IG Live for which platform? He appeared on IG Live for which platform? Was it A, T and Poets? Was it B, Rudy, um, Rudy Yards HTX? Was it C, The Poetry Lounge? Or was it D, Poets Playground? Weren't they on this? The gentleman actually... He was on um, this show, um, but that's not where uh, he was on that date, May t- uh, May third, on that IG live. Good. Poets Playground. Poets Playground is correct. Yes, <laughs> got it. Which is a nice platform, by the way. Really cool. Are you familiar with it? No. Poets go head to head on that. Um, like you can call out another poet. Um, and kind of, I guess it's like a one-on-one slam or a big really? mouth bout type of type of thing. Remember uh, the big mouth bout? Oh my god! <laughs> I didn't have the pleasure of actually going to one of those events. Um, but I I heard about it. Um, I saw some of it. Um, I think Rainmaker. I saw in, in, in so some of far subjects. back when you said that. Is that a good thing? Oh yeah, I'm smiling. Okay. <laughs> Did you ever oh, perform at it? No, 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 no. They had some okay. dope shows. Yeah, and I, I, that was really creative too. Just putting that together, um, that way of, of presenting our art form, I think was really cool. Um. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a nice platform. Really cool. Shout out to them. Um, Poets Playground, doing a thing. Uh, cool brother over there, running sh- running the ship. All right, let's get um, let's get a couple more questions in. Um, and then I've got a few other questions for you. And then hopefully we can hear another piece. And let me know um when you have to go, okay? Um, because um we're kind of past eight p.m. So your generosity, okay, okay. Um, Well, your generosity means so, so very much to me um, and to this platform, uh, to my listeners. Um, You know, thank you so much for sharing your story. And um, do you have, do you have time for maybe one more poem or a piece, a little short one? um, Hey, I have nothing around me, but I could probably, this is one I've been thinking about. Okay. Um, hey, nonsense password. Thanks for coming through. Hi. Hi. My sisters are like walking around now. Okay. Look, they, y'all mad? They so annoying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's two that I've been playing back and forth with. Um, mm-hmm. Or you want a regular piece that was like already done? Hmm. I don't know. It's up to you on this time. I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna leave it up to you. Um, shikes. Uh, <laughs> oh, you just threw that. me off because now I'm like, oh, okay, old piece. But no, this is 2021, and I'm gotta get past that fear of whatever. New things. New things. Yeah. That you tell me. I share something new. No. 
<laughs> that, uh, yes. Bring, bring it then. Is. Bring it. Stop <laughs> ramping with the mat. I miss out. Ah, my head to rest, you cute. Um, <laughs> hey, hey, you, you over there with that 1990s booster bag with the aluminum foil wrapped around it. I know your intent is to put one of these in the bag where the alarm doesn't go off because guess what? You're going to ignore the disclaimer and the instructions because you never plan to take care of it anywhere. No, 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 no. Please, you with the 1990s booster bag. I don't want you to come any further. I already see you sticking that heart under your shirt. You plan to take it out of the store in that bag and ignore its directions and its disclaimers on how it needs to be nurtured and taken care of. You don't intend to play by the rules and water it and love it down. You're gonna discard it or sell it for a higher value. You. You, I'm not discriminating against you coming in this store, but you really need to understand that these hearts over here has been refurbished. These hearts over here are on the stretcher, and this one has been brought back to life three times. I'm not sure if it has any breath left. Sir, you, you continue to walk in this store and steal from your own kind. I know you have a bad mind about this because your father did that shit and your grandfather did part of that ish and you want to be just like them. You with the bag, I need you to put it down. There's no more hearts that can take what you're about to do. She doesn't want to be devalued, crushed, stepped on, rolled over. So I need you not to steal this one because this one has been working hard to heal itself. This one has been broken too many times. This one is tired of having open houses where people come to just check out the bedrooms and check in. Mm. I am tired. I said tired. I don't want you to sit this underneath your shirt because I know by morning you'll run down the stairs drinking the coffee left for the ancestors. You have no intent on coming back. Please, please, Mr. Robber, I'm not, I'm not trying to play you, but I remember those 90s booster bags with the aluminum foil wrapped around so whatever you steal won't trigger the alarm, but you just being here triggers this heart. Hmm. Thank you, Pie Poet. You are so, so very welcome, Miss Busybody. Thank you. Thank you uh, for coming through once again and spending some uh, precious time. Um, wow. Uh, my heart is filled. Like I, the kind of conversation we were having just now is, is the kind of conversation I actually haven't really had. Um, and it, it just like really hit home. It really hit home. Um, you know, I, you'd be surprised how how relatable um, a lot of what you've gone through is uh, for me. So um, I really learned a lot, and I appreciate you being again just so you know what I mean so confident and open to um to share. So thank you very 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 much. I appreciate it. Uh, and again, for those who are tuning in, appreciate you wherever you're listening from. Remember, you can email thepodpoetslounge at gmail.com for all serious inquiries. And you can always vibe live right here. Stay tuned for our next show, episode number 34, two weeks from now. Thanks again to our special guest, the very awesome Miss Busybody for blessing the space. It was a pleasure having you on the show. 
evidenced by the smile on my face. Stay safe, clean, stay positive, and take good care. Peace. Goodbye. Peace, love. All right, love. Bye. Big ups and thank you goes to this phenomenal queen, spoken word artist, author, and CEO, Miss Busybody. Thanks for having a little fun with me and shining some of that lovely light right here in the Pod Poets Lounge. Check out her poem in the Ink Magazine Spilled Ink Showcase. Subscribe on YouTube, follow us on Instagram, and remember to listen on your favorite app and tune in on July 3rd for more fun celebrating these poets. It'll be 7 to 9 Eastern Time. And also check out the Words I Never Said podcast every Wednesday, hosted by God's Inc. Thank you all so much for listening. Take good care. Peace.